Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all, peace. We are back. We are live. We are ahead. <laughs> we are live and we are in full effect. Um, I'm just doing a quick sound check here, you guys, so bear with me. Okay, perfect. Um, yay, it's the first new moon season. <laughs> y'all know y'all's favorite, dearest astrologer is a Super duper fast. And so, yes, I am excited. I am enthused. Enthusiasm is a key word. If you are also enthused, it does not have to be your solar return season like it is mine, but it is Sag and New Moon season for everybody. Come on, everybody who wants to take part in it, everybody who wants to participate, everybody who wants to get in where they fit in in order so that they may grow. That's so super saggy, like they're growing and advancing and expanding. I mean, going on adventures, come on, taking leaps of faith. What y'all What y'all want at the Sag New Moon? <laughs> so, y'all, I'm in great spirits. Uh, the square to Neptune is real at this um, Sagittarius New Moon. You know what? I'm jumping way ahead of myself. I'm so super enthused, y'all. It's just y'all have no idea how my chart is all, my personal natal chart is all lit up and just solarized and set up for my next year ahead. Come on. (laughs) So we're going to get it popping today. Y'all already know we're going higher, and we ain't slowing down for nobody, not today. And we never have. So y'all buckle up, enjoy the ride. I definitely want to not take another breath without giving honor, paying homage and respect to our divine righteous ancestors, Ashe, Amen, Ra. We give thanks and praise for without whom we would not be here. Um, I absolutely also want to shout out and um, pay special, special thanks to Brother Ampu. Um, he just, sometimes it's like, is he real? <laughs> he's, he's a human being like the rest of us, but he, he's got some talent, some skills, some gifts, some abilities that have impacted my life irrevocably. And as a direct result of that impact, I am now able to, you know, impact you guys in such a profound way from week to week. Y'all support y'all's listenership, y'all's, um, um, Astro Love Gifts, send me the email, the one click. If you go to the episode, some of y'all been going to the episode information, and y'all been scrolling down where it says connect with one click, one click, excuse me, email access to Mama Dada, and y'all have been doing it, hitting me up. I love the, I got a super special phone call today that I, I wasn't expecting, but it was all high vibrational Neptune. It was amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And shout out to all my mama's babies. The mama's babies nation is growing by leaps and bounds. Y'all are amazing. 
uh, be it ordering the uh, birth chart report, that's a powerful thing to do. Before you even sign up to talk with me week to week and get your weekly transit reports ahead of time, just like I do this show ahead of time, I hook up my mama's babies a week ahead with their what's going to go on that week to their specific and personal natal chart, okay? And so um, everybody who is choosing in this day and time to master their destinies, come on, utilizing astrology as a tool, Imagine having on it, this. Let's 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 tap into this high vibrational Neptune together, since it's so uh, it, since it's being activated at this new moon anyway. And let's imagine, um, you know, you know what? Let me let me not get ahead of myself here. I definitely want to. It's it that's that's. <laughs> That's Neptune too, y'all. The energy of Neptune can be confusing. It can, you know, be cloudy and hazy. It can be delusional and confusing and deceptive, also. But I've been hitting hitting it hard on the level of acceptance. I talked a lot about it last week, y'all. I didn't get to. I don't mean to skip around. I really don't. And I didn't even. Um, uh, get to talk about Neptune stationing direct the week before that it went direct. We didn't do a show that week. There was another show that was broadcast in its place by um, Brother Ampu and Minister Ju. And so this next, the next week after that, which was last week when I talked about the Sag New Moon, uh, I, I hit it hard. I, y'all better go back to it. also in the episode information for every show. There is, uh, oh, I put there was no show last week, but there was. And the link that says here for today's show is active and correct, and it will link you back to last week's show. In last week's show, I hit on Neptune so hard. I just listened to the show again today, and it blessed my heart. It blessed my spirit. It blessed my mind. It blessed my soul. Just. To even though it was me, <laughs> just to hear those reassuring, encouraging words that say, "Look, I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what how uh, the new moon square Neptune playing out in your life." And I was talking to myself, <laughs> but you too, me too. We can access. We can choose how we want to experience the energy. I love that being a Sagittarius. Sag, the Sagittarius energy is all about experiences. It's all about learning. I was always that child that, <laughs> not, I mean, for many other reasons and factors in my chart, but um, I was always exploring, always on some personal adventure, and, um, you know, I'd rather experience it. I don't want you to tell me how it tastes. Give me a bite, you know. I don't want you to tell me what this experience is like. I want to go do it. So that is that energy is real thick and real heavy right now, and hopefully y'all are tapping in in the spirit of the new moon. Now, we got a couple more days. Tomorrow is the – today is Wednesday, November 30th. Tomorrow is Thursday, December the 1st. 
and Friday is December the 2nd. You really have, honestly, through Friday to really tap into the most of this new moon and Sag energy. Now, the new moon and Sag season lasts on the short term for the next two weeks. At the time of the next full moon, which will signify the end of those two weeks, two weeks from now the moon will be full, that's a... That's, well, the, let me let me go back. From one new moon to the next new moon is a new moon season. So, so that's about a month, about four weeks. Okay, on the longer term scale, it's a year, just like me. It's my it's my solar return season. I was actually born at a Sag new moon like this one. So, on the long term until the next Sag New Moon next year for longer-term goals. For me, that, that time, I never really harp on that uh, that one-year time frame, and I always say it, except if it's your solar return season, no matter what season we're in. Um, but I wanted to make that distinction. I wanted to make the distinction that you've got a couple of more days to get those New Moon rituals going. New moon rituals just means you're doing something new. I broke it down last week. I told you we had, what do we have, Mars sextiling Jupiter, and what else was sextiling Jupiter, y'all, or is? (laughs) Uh, Mars trining Jupiter, I apologize, and Mars sextiling Saturn. So like I told y'all last week, if right now, while the Sag new moon energy is still thick, for the next couple of days, you are focusing your intentions and energy on doing something new, not talking about something new, although talking is, in a sense, doing something. But Mars is not satisfied by your talking. Mars want to get up. Mars want to go. Mars want to get there first. Mars don't want to wait on nobody. Mars want to get it done. Mars want to see results. Mars on action. Mars is satisfied by being able to burn out that fiery passion and energy that it's carrying with it. And it tends to come early. If you're doing, if you're, let's just say, you're, you're planting, this is a time of planting seeds, planting seeds of action, new seeds. Not ones you planted before. You're doing something new. What new mean? New. Ain't never did this before, ain't never seen this before, never intended this before. Okay, so we're doing something new in this sensitive period. We got a couple of more days to really make it count. Yes, you're writing down uh, uh, intention. That's a physical thing as well. Mars tend to want to burn some energy, but we can, we can tie that in. Let, okay, let, we, or we can even just start there. Fine. Write down your intention. Make sure, especially at a Sag new moon, on top of that, because it's not like Mars was just a major player per se at this um, lunation, but it's in there. You got to read it in real close to that uh, new moon within a couple of days. Uh, actually, tomorrow is when Mars trines Jupiter, okay? And we're going to be one, that Mars that wants to do something is trining Jupiter easily and effortlessly trying, being expanded, Jupiter. So, (laughs) 
Yeah, and Mars tend to come early. So even now, you should be, you're probably feeling an impulse like Mars will do you, like Aries that Mars governs will do you. You're probably feeling an impulse to make it happen. If you're listening right now, if you're listening before uh, Friday ends and you're in the time frame to really make it count, of course, the closer you you would be to doing it to yesterday, the 29th, at 6.18 a.m. Central Time when the moon actually went new or exactly went new, the better. But, baby, I'm here to tell you, you still good, okay? Um, okay. I don't want to make this show a repeat of last week's show. It was so good, y'all. Y'all just got to go back and listen. And it's so relevant to everything and anything. I don't care that you could be going through in your life right now, good, bad, bad, and ugly. And I promise you, on Mama Dada Astrology, can't nobody tell me about a Neptune square, not even a low vibrational one, because I had that experience here on yesterday, and I mastered it, prepared for the energy. I, I would have never imagined what could have transpired yesterday, but I thank God. I already knew how I was going to choose to handle it a week ago, at least. And what I mean by that is that if this Neptune energy got you confused, feeling lost, uh, uh, delusional, in denial, like you live in a nightmare, instead of a dream that Neptune governs, you feel like you live in a nightmare right now. Um, Could have found out somebody been low vibrational Neptune lying to you, and now you got to do something new. Or the uh, the some of the lower vibrations of Neptune uh, really mimic some of the the low vibrations of uh, Pluto when it comes to those psychological disorders. There's something about low vibrational Neptune that's real crazy. I'm here to tell you, that's real crazy. And it's got something to do with that subconscious that Neptune governs. I pr- this is what I'm here to tell you. And this is probably what then came up for you at this new moon, square Neptune. Is that, baby, if y'all not dealing, if we do not deal with our stuff, it's going to deal with us, point blank and the period. Set up and think, oh, I'm just not going to deal with that. I'm going to let it, I'm going to just let it go away. I'm going to let it die. I'm going to let it, I'm just going to ignore it. I'm not going to touch it. I'm just no, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, right. Try that now. Try it now. Try it at a sad, at a sad new moon square Neptune. Try it now. Not working out. That's low vibrational Neptune, and I promise you, not gonna like the manifestation of it. It'll be done washed you up, all up in the in the water that Neptune governs. So. What I'm saying is if you have been experiencing Neptune on a low vibration and you're feeling weakened, weakened state, Neptune can weaken that energy. It can definitely weaken that ego. Ooh, sun representing the ego, square Neptune. Like I said last week, you better figure out how to vibrate high on that Neptune 
so you don't have to worry about it. Like I didn't have to worry about it. Whew. Neptune rules them ending. It's the, it governs that 12th last sign, that Pisces last sign, or the 12th last house and Pisces last sign. So it could, yeah, we, y'all could be dealing with some ending in a challenging way. It was, it's a square. So it's testing us. It's challenging us. What? Why? What I say last week? Why? Not to take us out. Neptune didn't come to drown you. Neptune came is coming to carry us. Neptune is is the dissolvement of every energy. Low vibrational Mars. Look. Somebody want to threaten your life? Somebody want to put hands on you? Because they having a low vibrational Neptune experience at this side of the new moon square Neptune, and they haven't dealt with things in their subconscious because they think that it will just go away or that they're fine. And it's showing up because these lunations are real, whether you know about them or not. I'm hooking y'all up every week so y'all will know, at least be able to choose, knowledgeably choose, how you want to proceed ahead of time. High vibrational Neptune. I've mentioned it many, many, many times before. I will remind you. I'm here to tell you, my babies, I lived it yesterday. And I saw, I watched. In the face of fear, Neptune governing fears too, <laughs> on a low vibration. So some of y'all may have been challenged and tested by your fears or may be being challenged and tested by some of these fears. Twelve, Neptune also governs that self-undoing, okay, and that confinement. What y'all think going on with Kanye, my dear brother? It, it, I'm, one of my mama's babies told me not to cry on the radio no more, but I could cry. I've already cried and prayed and sent him love and light and powerful and darkness, whatever he needs to get through what he's going through. Okay? And so what I'm here to tell you is Kanye, uh, our dear brother, uh, Kevin McCall, I believe his name is. He is the uh, baby's father of the model Eva what they call her, Eva the Diva, on the top model show she was on, Eva. uh, And they got the little girl. They named her Marley. Uh, He's in some hot water and could likely be facing some confinement once he, he, he's missing. That's Neptune 12th house right there. Can't find him, can't pin him down, can't, can't locate him right now, or at least the last I saw something about it. So it's playing out all over the world, my baby. And I'm here to help you master it. It's magical. I'm not going to say it ain't. Hell, Neptune governed that imagination too. That's a high vibration if you use it, right? While the new moon is square in Neptune, y'all imagine. Look at Sag, a new moon in Sag. Square Neptune. Sag is the fear. 
sad is the the sad to see the big picture and the vision. Look out, look up, or, or if you're flying high like you sh- could be right now, if you're vibrating in this sad thing like you really could, then fly. You can fly high. You can rise above the BS. I'm gonna talk to y'all about this first quarter moon. That square in the sad sun in our week ahead coming up and hook you up even more. That's why I titled this show, Come On. I wanted to, it wouldn't fit in the thing, but a, a breath of fresh air, much needed breath of fresh air with the first quarter moon, allowing us to shift and turn a corner with this energy, depending on how we're maneuvering through it now. And with Venus entering Aquarius, the energy of breakthrough and an air sign. So I know it can be a bit much right now, especially if you haven't necessarily figured out how to hit this Neptune energy high. I'm not through hooking y'all up with some tips on how to do it neither because it's going to come, it's going to continue to come in handy leading up definitely at least through this first quarter moon in the week ahead, okay? I'm so passionate about it, y'all, because it's hitting home. Like I said, it's happening for everyone, me. And what occurred for me on yesterday, which put me in a position to do something new, like I said last week, and about all kind of other energies, you can happen to these energies or these energies can happen to you. And thank God I can recognize these energies when I see them now. Because just like when I was professing Christianity, look, and calling these demons by name and telling them, look, where to go and what to do, I got that same, we have that same power and ability without all the religious BS and context uh, around it that only serves to confuse people and keep them trapped and in bondage. But even on this end of it, I'm telling Neptune, look, I ain't for no deception. Look, and myself or anybody else for that matter, I'm an equal opportunity super Sagittarius truth teller. This is the Sag new moon, okay? It's all about the truth. Try lying if you want to, especially with a square square to Neptune. Try it now. Bet you're going to have some low vibrational tests and challenges that you might be too deluded to know how to get out of. I love that one of the higher vibrations of Neptune is the spirituality, the same spirituality that runs in the Sagittarius arena. That's why Sagittarius and Pisces, that Neptune rules, is inextricably linked. Before Neptune ruled Pisces, Jupiter did. The same Jupiter that governs Sag also. So this this new moon definitely has a heavy, heavy by way of the Sagittarius energy and the Neptune energy that's making direct contact to it by way of a square, spirituality. Spirituality and religion is two different things. If you don't know the difference, open up your spirit to receive some intuition and insight on what that difference is. You'll get it, you'll perceive it better that way than me setting up trying to give you a textbook definition and explanation and differentiation energies 
that you can't even pin down or define, like Neptune and Sag. Pin down a Sag if you want to. Try it now. <laughs> Baby, we got a bad reputation for because we're the roamers. We're the, you know, we're we're the roamers and the adventurers and the seekers. We're we're always on some either if we're not on a physical journey, we're on some philosophical journey, educational journey, pursuit, you know. And so uh, that's definitely a high vibrational way to tap in right now. Tap into your spirituality. That's what these rituals are all about, anyway. It's nothing hooky or spooky or demonic. Hell, it's it's too many dang demons running around here. <laughs> I promise you doing a new moon ritual, is it's, it's going to be all right because it's nothing hooky or spooky. Let me hip you to this. Uh, one of the uh, – I'm doing a new moon ritual tonight, and it's I'm incorporating I, – I got a new notebook, uh, as I was suggested to do. I got a new notebook to dedicate solely, to consecrate – and dedicate solely to new moon manifesting. I'm here to tell you, I love it because I, it, the act of writing something down, it does something spiritually. I can't explain it, y'all. I ain't going to try to explain no spiritual stuff. I'm just here to report ahead <laughs> that it works, that I'm here as a result of it, that Everything I've wanted, I have actually gotten. I am, if anything, I'm learning how to <laughs> be real specific <laughs> because if you ask for some stuff and get it and figure out, oh, yeah, I actually meant <laughs> it helps you. It helps you to for the next go-round uh, to ask better, <laughs> ask more specifically, really sit down between now and Friday if you haven't already. As you're thinking about what you want, don't think about nobody else. And I mean it. I mean it. I know y'all love y'all babies. I love my mama's babies. I get it. I know y'all love y'all parents, and I know y'all love y'all siblings and partners, but I'm here to tell you you can only manifest for you. It takes 25 hours a day and eight days a week for you to manifest for what you need and want and desire and crave to manifest. Um, so it's nothing hooky-spooky. I literally bought a completely brand-new empty spiral journal notebook um, that I'm going to, you know, of course, you do your stuff, and that's, that's the beauty of spirituality and manifesting this Neptunian energy on such a high level because you can use your imagination. Ain't no rules in Pisces and Neptune and the 12th house. You ain't finna pin nothing down no way, so don't try. Take the limits off when you're fooling with Neptune. Neptune dissolves every boundary. Ain't no boundary. Ain't no rules. Ain't nothing you can't do with your imagination. Y'all better ask Minister Juke. Um, so yeah, let, no limits when it comes to these, uh, rituals and definitely, you know, all is spiritual, all is mental, all is vibrational. Come on, y'all. You don't think what you got the nerve to set up here in the next two days and write down going to mean anything? 
especially if you have the nerve to to put your good energy behind it. Instead of you, I was talking to some, <laughs> I was talking to somebody today. <laughs> Y'all, I'm having a new moon. And a part of my chart dealing with open enemies. People been trying me, y'all, and I didn't have opposition to my ascendant at the same time. People been trying me, and I've had a, a opportunity to go real low vibrational Neptune on every last one of them. And I decided instead ahead of time. Mm, mm, mm. It's not about being a saint, y'all. I don't need to be a saint, and I know Sagittarius got a bad rap for that too. Sagittarius, you you hear a know it all. You'll hear <laughs> I heard some stuff. You'll hear um, self righteous. You know they think they know everything. They think they always right. I, I I'm here to tell you this. It for me personally, it ain't about none of that. For me personally, I just want that Neptune. Y'all almost said something. Else. I want. That that when I say Neptune dissolves everything, and that it is equal to or greater than anything, I mean I want that high vibrational Neptune that'll dissolve some old low vibrational Mars. Somebody look cussing you out. Y'all have no clue what I be going through. People be trying me. I they smell my energy, and they know I ain't gonna cut them. Not unless I have to. They know I ain't going to cuss them out. If anything, like I did today, I'm going to kiss my fingers, blow them the peace sign, and hope, tell them I hope they have a wonderful day. <laughs> and throw them off real good. They be real low vibrational, Neptune confused, like, huh? But I just told you some some old other stuff. You're supposed to cuss me out and tell me where I can go and where I can put it. And I just be throwing people off so bad. But I do that because, like I told this one lady I was talking to today, she she was experiencing some low vibration on Neptune. She overslept and was late picking up her child from school. And, you know, Neptune governs sleep. And so I guess, yeah, a challenging square to Neptune that you could experience like she did around this time would be, experiencing a challenging testing situation where you're late picking up your child. You have, you know, she said her roommate took her car, so she had to get on the bus. It was like just challenging, challenging, low vibrational Neptune, you know, missing car, Neptune, just stuff just done dissolved and disappeared on her. She woke up, didn't know where her car was. And low vibrational Neptune where your sleep could cause a challenge to you if you oversleep and late picking up your child. And I was sharing with her what had just happened to me and how I was, because she just seemed a little disheveled. I know I love my babies so much, my mama's babies, and um, I really do. One of my mama's babies asked me, she she said, you remember all of us? Because I was breaking down some stuff uh, that was mentioned. Like, y'all, I started doing the weekly consult at the beginning of the year of 2016. And so we're almost up on the one-year anniversary um, of of the consulting one-on-one every week and the weekly reports. And um, and here coming up at the one-year anniversary, I'm going to start something new for y'all. I can hardly wait. Um, it's likely going to be weekly classes. 
And so that way, if you don't want to um, do the one-on-one type situation, you can kind of blend in as you please into a more of a group situation. You can create your own name. You can be anonymous. We can look at some um, some of you guys' charts throughout the, um, I think I'll do two hours and just set the first hour as kind of informational, specialized information for that week. It's not going to be the show. I'm not going to go through weekly transits, but it'll be an, uh, another platform that's going to be beneficial and helpful to y'all. And then that last hour, I'll open it up for we can just look. We can you could do the portion online where I can show share my screen with you guys, and then we can be on the phone as well to where we can all interact and talk. And so I'm I'm looking forward to that. But one of my mama's babies was like. Uh, I can't believe you remember what we talked about. I say, y'all, my babies, for real, mama don't forget none of her babies. She ain't going to get y'all confused. She know each of y'all by name. She, she know her babies. And so it's it's just, it's been so much fun, y'all. Um, but, yeah, uh, I love it. I'm going to go. I'm going with the flow. That's the other thing with this Neptune energy, y'all. When I say you can't, if, if you get to a point where you can't pin something down, like trying to remember something, let that ish go. You hear me? Let it go. Go with the flow. Go with the flow of your intuition. You ain't got to worry about forgetting stuff. When you got gut intuition, you can tap into women out there, my mama's babies, ladies. You ain't got to worry about forgetting. Your, your soul not going to forget. Trust me. Your gut not going to forget. You just keep going in the flow of the spirit. Don't try to pin nothing down. Let me, let, me break it, let me bring it home another way for y'all. Just using real life situations that I've literally been living through. Uh, <clears throat> let's just say relate. Let's talk about relationships for a quick second. As it relates to this new moon, I'm still talking about the Sag's new moon here that we're living through right now, especially as it relates to this square to Neptune. If y'all remember also, if you listened last week, and I know a whole bunch of y'all did, I love y'all. Thank you so much for the support. But if you listened last week, I mentioned, I didn't say which ones. I I, I referenced the websites that y'all could check out for more detailed info because I don't want to throw you out. We're doing enough with the 10 Ancient planets, let's just stay there. Well, seven ancient ones and three modern ones equals ten, okay? And so, uh, but the, it was an asteroid that, that was conjunct, that is conjunct this new moon. And I talked to y'all about, guess what? Guess what, what I said was going to happen? And I just said I mentioned in relationships that we were either going to experience coming together Union, marriages, strength and bonds, or separations and divorces. One of the two and ain't nothing in between. Period. So when I'm talking about this square to Neptune and and possible deception, possible uh, mental disruptions, okay, that you can't pin down or explain, because it's happening in somebody's subconscious and they're either in complete and total denial of it or they're so unspiritual, if you ever met anybody like that, like I have, that they have no idea how in the hell to damn tap into their subconscious in a healthy way. 
So instead, they continue to live in denial, live a lie, live low vibrationally, Neptune-wise, and and psychologically impaired and imbalanced. And then you get some more potential for low vibrational Neptune, which also talks about um, alcohol. Watch it right now. You hear me? I don't care what you're going through. Getting drunk ain't going to help. I don't care what you're going through. Staying high ain't going to solve what you got going on. I promise. I can tell you that. And so um, anything that's going to further, when you already have a square to Neptune, that automatically talks about tests and challenges with this Neptunian energy, with your imagination. You imagine all kind of stuff, just challenging and testing your own self, right? Or you're imagining a brighter future. You see that, that Sagittarius new moon vision for your next two weeks for your next year ahead in whatever house or area of your chart it's transiting in at the time it went exact yesterday at 6.18 a.m. Central Time. That, just like the chart of your birth, take a snapshot of it. Take a picture of it. That's it. It ain't never going to change. Your birth chart going to look like that forever <laughs> for representing this incarnation on planet Earth. And so at the, in the exact same way, you can take a snapshot of yesterday at 6.18 a.m. Central, and that's the picture. If you know what those transits look like to your particular chart, then that's what, it, especially as it relates to the sun and what uh, transits it's making to your chart, the moon, since they're together in the sky, what transits they're making to your chart at that time, as well as you will probably want to go ahead and factor in that Neptune and whatever transits it's making to your chart at that time. That's the picture and all the applying and separating and all that information, the, the orbs, all that. That's the picture you want to look at. And kind of what I do is I take that information and it, it, I incorporate it into what's going on. I, for example, with mine, the new moon was conjunct my Mercury, my personal Mercury. The degree, it was at seven degrees. Where is my Mercury? At three degrees. So it's within four degrees of my natal Mercury, where Mercury was when I was born. And so you can't tell me that I can't use this new moon. Look, just me talking to y'all right now is helping me. This is y'all. This this show done saved my life. I done told y'all. I reminded y'all last week. I done got kicked out in behind astrology doing this show, and I've sacrificed. And I've had that's another key word for Neptune. Sacrifice. This may be a time, another time, and I'm having to do it even now, where you have to sacrifice for what you want. This is a time of planting seeds. This is a time of planting actions. This is a time of planting energy and intention, initiating that new, new that's going to take you higher, Sagittarius. It's going to grow you and, and your family if you're having intentions that include them as a part of you. Intentions that are going to restore a sense of humor into your life, Sagittarius. Intentions that are going to set you on your next adventure. Intentions that are going to give you the freedom to travel. 
intentions that are going to expand you in whatever way you want to grow and expand. Jupiter got Jupiter is the great benefic now that governs Sagittarius, where this new moon is. So if <laughs> you're only going to get one Sag new moon a year, you hear me? So if you want to expand, set those intentions and see, plant those seeds now. Do something about it now. Let's just say, let me let me break it down and keep it practical and realistic for y'all. This ain't spooky, spooky, kooky stuff. Let's just say you want to travel. That's a sad keyword, right? You Within the next year, you want to travel more. You want to expand your opportunities for travel. You want to expand your opportunities to see the world, go on adventures. You, If you're not even ready to travel like that, what if you just want to learn something new? What if you want to teach? Those are all Sagittarius keywords. What if you just want to laugh? I just want to laugh more within the next year. I want to enjoy life. That's so saggy. Come on. You better ask a Sagittarius near you if they enjoy, if they know how to enjoy life, if they know how to, you know, enjoy and embody that. It's not about partying per se, but Jupiter is the great benefic. It's about them good feeling hunties inside and out. Expansion you can feel. Expansion you can see. Expansion you don't have to tell nobody about because they see it. Sagittarius talk about luck and abundance. And so if you want to do something new in that area, plant a seed in the next couple of days if you haven't already. Go on what travel one of these travel websites and just do a search if you ain't never did it before. Hell, that would be new. And as a matter of fact, before you even do that, like I say, go on and get you a pen and paper. And write down not what you want to do, I promise you, because you're going to stay wanting it. <laughs> I want y'all to write down who you are. I am a joy-filled, good-humored world traveler. Come on. Not I won't, I am. Or I will. I will. Go on three vacations next year. Or I'm going to go on a vacation every season in 2017. I will. I am a a, a learner. You know, I I am an eternal student. I'm always learning and growing and expanding for my highest good and the highest good of all those that fool with me. That's how you speak. That's how you write. That's how you communicate with the verses and declare and decide and choose. That's the beauty of this Neptune energy if you ain't too tied up in squares, tests, and challenges on some low vibrational-ish and miss it. That's the beauty of being able to tap in not only to the uh, 
that the Neptune high vibrationally that way, but also the, that imagine the imagination and the spirituality. All is spiritual. I I missed. I bought. I think I bought some candles today, and you know, it's just a little stuff. God is really that awesome. God pay attention to everything. Your thoughts, what you write down, what you purchase, what you like. What's on the inside, how you deal with people, your intentions and your motivations. If you are in a position right now, like our dear brother Kanye, uh, like our dear brother Kevin McCall, it's a lot of them. It's, it's, it's just been popping up lately, like every day around the new moon. It was just pop, 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 pop. Like what the heck is going on? I knew what was going on, but... I'm always, I'm super saggy, so I'm always seeing the spiritual behind it all. And so I know it's so much deeper than, you know, canceling some shows and, you know, you're tired and come on, y'all. You don't have to be a conspiracy, but it could be when you're dealing with Neptune that governs the 12th house in Pisces, you're talking about inner things that are going on behind the scenes, behind closed doors, hidden things. It don't have to always be some crazy hidden stuff but it is going to be spiritual, okay? And so I want y'all to, whatever's going on, if it is low vibrational Neptune right now, I want y'all to consider that tapping into your own personal spirituality, they ain't got nothing to do with what church you go to. It ain't got nothing to do with how much you pay to your tax, church tax. <laughs> if you caught up on your church taxes, a.k.a. tithes, it ain't got nothing to do with none of that especially not with Neptune involved. Ain't no boundaries. Ain't no rules. Do you, boo? Whatever you're doing physically that represents these new intentions you got. Okay, you intend to travel more in the in 2017? Guess what? Do you have your passport? That could be something new right there, even just looking up the information on what it takes to get one. It's not rocket science. It's not difficult. It just requires a decision and intention. I intend to travel more next year. Hmm. Let me I done wrote that down. I will travel and I told y'all I'm learning. You got to get specific. I will travel on four vacations next year. That's one for of the four seasons, right? Every three months, I'm going to give myself at least, you know, a couple of days away. It can be a staycation. It can be a vacation. Let's do it. Well, Sagittarius is talking about travel, so likely you'll probably go somewhere. At least if it is somewhere local, it'll be somewhere new that you haven't been to before because then you'll be going on the adventure and Sag. How about that? And so it's just that simple, y'all. It really, really is. I got to jump into the week ahead. I got, we're about at the halfway mark. We got about an hour left, y'all. If anybody um, is online, wants to call in and listen, if you can't stay by your computer, the number is 818-369-0368. For all those on the line, I see you. Hey, peace. If you are on the line and have a question, a concern, I do not do live readings on the air, but please feel free to press 1 on your keypad that raises your hand. I can pull you into the show 
and we can top it up. Um, let me go ahead and jump in. I could talk about this new moon and Sag all day. Y'all know I'm super Sag. I love it. And as challenging as this new moon has been, I was listening to the show last week, and I was just laughing. I was like, dang. I'm so super sassy. I found it so optimistic and you know, I'm I'm of course I'm giving you the possibilities on the low end too, but I'm really maximizing those high potentials for y'all and giving y'all these uh examples of the ways this energy can play out right or uh high vibrationally. But um I know I gotta keep it moving for y'all. Um Okay, new moon, y'all, that was yesterday. Venus square Uranus today, sun square Neptune today. Sun square Neptune is pretty much what I've been talking about this entire time. The sun and the moon square Neptune. It just happened to come exact after the new moon. The new moon was 6.18 a.m. Central on the 29th yesterday, and sun square Neptune today, tonight, at uh, 7.17 p.m. Central exact, okay? So after tonight, technically the energy starts to wane, but since it's being read into a new moon or a lunation like a new moon, other lunations include quarter moons um, and full moons uh, most notably, uh, then it marks it through the duration of that lunation season. And I just got to telling you all this new moon and sad season lasts at least a month. And the strongest, most potent part of the lunation is the part that precedes the full moon here over the next couple of weeks. And we've got this very sensitive period of time through Friday where we can expect fully that the energy intentions rituals for the new moon that we're setting up that surround and complement this Sagittarius energy uh, to last us, okay, Uh, at least for that month. So this sun square Neptune energy is going to be around at least a month, you know, for us heavy. So, you know, I, I make, I, 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 it make no bones about, you know, spending the first hour of the show really tapping into this Neptune energy, the square to Neptune that the new moon is making, uh, because you, this is definitely one you're probably going to replay this next week, the week after that, leading up to the next new moon, definitely leading up to this full moon. Ooh. The, the next two weeks going to be something now. It's either going to be a sweet dream or a beautiful nightmare, one of the two, fooling with a square to Neptune. <laughs> so um, also later tonight, 10.08 p.m. Central, the moon conjuncts Mercury and goes void for four hours and 44 minutes. Fo, fo, fo. And so uh, was that 10? That's overnight probably just going to get some real, real, real good peaceful sleep tonight. If you've been having issues sleeping with this square to Neptune, that's highly likely. I just told y'all that Neptune governs that sleep and them dreams and all that on that frequency. So a square to Neptune could denote challenges with sleeping, challenges, um, you know, tests with bad dreams, all that. Uh, But tonight should be good. So... May we all get some beautiful, peaceful, blissful rest. 
Um, 2.52 a.m., the moon is no longer void because it enters Capricorn, okay? So uh, we're going to definitely wake up in the rising ready to handle business, B.I., okay, handle business, because Capricorn is the boss. Capricorn ain't plain. Capricorn is serious. Capricorn putting in their work. Capricorn is not doing a whole lot of extra. Capricorn is doing what it got to do to build, what it has to do to take, make it to the top, what it has to do to be successful and achieve and accomplish what it set out to accomplish. So uh, the moon's in Capricorn through uh, the 3rd, which is the end of the week, yep, Saturday, um, when it goes void there in Capricorn early in the rising, 4.16 a.m. Central okay, on Saturday rising. When the moon conjuncts Venus, it goes void at that time for 9 hours and 28 minutes. In between then, while the moon is in Capricorn, I'm still in the current week, y'all. We'll get to the week ahead just here in probably less than a couple of minutes. Um, In between then, while the moon's in Capricorn, I'm talking about the rest of this week, um, here on tomorrow, the 1st, Chiron Stations Direct, okay, at 3.53 a.m. Central. Um, uh, Chiron, sorry, y'all, I was getting a phone call. Um, Chiron, the wounded healer, I'm not going to go in it, into it too much, but there, I will say this, that uh, leading up to this station, which is exact, um, t- uh, this tomorrow rise, early rising, 3.53 a.m., and and here and closely hereafter, the, the there are healing energies that are being activated, okay, uh, for wounds that we came here with. For everybody, it's different. You'll have to look at your individual personal natal chart to see where your particular Chiron falls. Um, if you have Chiron in an Earth sign like I do. When the moon is in Capricorn as of tomorrow early rising, it's going to trigger that, okay? It's going to trigger it. So that's something that you can click on the one email, the one-click email access to Mama Dada, and we can get into that. We can get into it, um, and, you know, we can set that up. <clears throat> Look at it within your chart. Talk about what your particular Chiron placement means and how Chiron stationing direct tomorrow is going to affect you personally more than likely. Um, Also tomorrow evening, 9.46 p.m. Central, is when Mars trines Jupiter exactly. We discussed that last week in depth. Um, And then there on Friday the 2nd, um, Mercury enters Capricorn, where the moon is. Hence, the moon Mercury... um, there's moon conjunct Mercury. Okay, yeah. The moon uh, Mercury conjunction was before it, but Mercury's in Capricorn officially as of. That's so weird. How is that possible? Did I do that right? Moon conjunct Mercury. Y'all bear with me. Oh, okay. It conjuncts mercury before it enters that makes way more sense y'all just bear with me now i'm i'm working my uh, neptune thing out y'all don't worry about me <laughs> i'm gonna make sure i'm unconditionally loving 
I'm going to make sure I continue to be accepting and forgiving and surrender. I'm going to make sure that I continue to dissolve any adverse or low vibrational energy with high vibrational Neptune, and I promise you will win every time. So I'm not worried. I'm going to keep going with the flow. Thank you all for flowing with me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the moon enters Capricorn tomorrow. Mercury enters Capricorn the very next day, Friday, 3.18 p.m. Central. And that's going to be even more so. Everything I just said about the moon going into Capricorn, so where we're emotionally satisfied to get down the business, we're emotionally satisfied. I don't care what you're going through. When the moon enters Capricorn, it's going to satisfy your emotions to go to work. It's going to satisfy your emotions to get real serious. It's going to satisfy your emotions to cut out all the extra and just bare necessity, bare bones. Capricorn actually governs the bones, the skeletons, the teeth, the skin, fingernails, nails, period. So (laughs) you can be emotionally satisfied to tend to any of that kind of stuff as well. Uh, but when Mercury enters Capricorn uh, here on the 2nd in the afternoon on Friday, that's when we're going to be mentally satisfied, okay? It's going to satisfy our minds. We're going to get our minds right as it relates to being the boss, getting down the business, becoming the authority on something, parenting ourselves, all of that with Capricorn, restricting ourselves. Yeah, that's what Capricorn do. The very thing I told y'all about Neptune, Saturn, the exact opposite, the Saturn that governs Capricorn, where Neptune is no boundaries and dissolve everything and merge with everything. Capricorn, Saturn energy is restriction. That's putting boundaries in place. So we're starting out on tomorrow being emotionally satisfied and there on Friday and for the next about month. For the moon being there just a couple of days, but for Mercury being there for about a a few weeks. Oh, let me not lie. Mercury's going retrograde. (laughs) Um, On the 19th, we don't discuss it in the week ahead, uh, but on the 19th, Mercury goes into the zone, the retrograde zone. So it's going to retrograde through the very Capricorn that it's entering tomorrow, and it's going to retrograde all the way back where it is. in Sag, okay, it's going to retrograde back into Sag. I hope I got that right because the zone don't start. Y'all see what I've been doing. I I get it right, but it's just it's taking me a second today. Um, on the 19th, I know for certain that it does go. Oh, here's the thing right here. Yes, on the 19th, goes into the zone on the 5th of January. No, I'm looking at this. That's how I knew. Y'all hold, give me two seconds because I know what I'm talking about. Where is this last? Oh, here it is. December the 1st. That's why I knew it. It's already in the zone, y'all. I knew it. I know my ruling planet when it's been the retrograde. You can't tell me. And I was looking at the uh, one that started earlier this year. December 1st, 7.18 p.m. Central. Mercury entered the zone at 28 Sag. That's why I was like, how Mercury going to retrograde back into Sag if it don't go into Capricorn until next week? Um, so 
the 19th is actually when it stations retrograde, okay? We'll, we'll be discussing that um, a week or two from now. And uh, on the 8th, it will station direct again of January. It, it'll, it'll, we're going into the new year Gregorian calendar-wise with Mercury in retrograde, okay? And it won't come out of the retrograde zone. We won't be Mercury retrograde-free energy-wise until after January the 27th, okay? Um, it does station direct there on the 8th, but between the 8th and the 27th of January, it's going to take a little bit of time to pick the speed back all the way up. The reason why this is important is it's not miscellaneous random information you cannot use is because everything that's Mercury governed as of December the 1st, December the 1st, that's tomorrow, okay, that's tomorrow. Y'all, yesterday was a doozy for me. I'll put it to you like this. I'm real glad to be broadcasting on the radio today. <laughs> God, God is absolute is great. And I'm so happy and thankful to be here. Um, so, yes, as of tomorrow, 7.18 p.m., when the uh, Mercury is at 28 degrees Sagittarius and 51 minutes, it enters the zone. What does that mean? As of tomorrow, what you want to consider, okay, you get to choose. What you want to consider is that all things mercurial, contract, Agreement, negotiation, business dealing, communication, travel, um, a lot that has to do, paperwork, come on, application, uh, 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 messages like the mail, either snail mail or email. Um, there's a potential starting tomorrow evening for these energies to be a little off, <laughs> a little off, a little wonky, a little out of its normal mode and motion, okay? Retrograde motion means to go backwards. Does Mercury actually start to travel backwards as of December 19th at 4.49 a.m.? No. And 15 degrees Capricorn in eight minutes? No. But it appears that way. It appears that way, orbitally speaking, okay? The main thing for you who are listening and me is not understanding what retrograde motion is or even means energetically, but making a conscious decision from tomorrow through January 27th to pay extra special attention before you push spend on that text Get in the, I've just gotten into a habit. I don't even, if I have not read through it, I'm not going to hit sin. And, you know, Mercury is my ruling planet. Y'all know that. I can't play around. <laughs> I can't play around. So in keeping with that, in line with that, what you say, think twice before you say it. Think twice. You, let's, you about to say something. Pause. Pause for three seconds before you respond. Pause for before think and think one more time on top of that before you have 
an important conversation. You know, that's mercurial. Go on an important trip. You better check them travel arrangements. You better call it, oh, well, I did it online and I went through the travel app. And, uh-uh. Get their customer service number after you complete your transaction. Call them. Make sure they have it on the books in your name for the dates you put in and double check. Double check. Check and check again before you open your mouth. Check and check again before you hit send. Check and check again before you think you're going on one of these trips you done set up in your new moon intentions for Sag and can't make good on because you had a square to Neptune because everybody was dealing with a square to Neptune and Mercury going into the retrograde zone, and, and, and we didn't intend and consciously choose to interact with these energies, retrograde or not, square to Neptune or not, in the most high vibrational way. That's why I told you I ain't worried about no square to Neptune. I, listen to last week's show. What can a square to Neptune, Neptune do but give me something to build on. Squares, tests, and challenges come at least astrologically, but I was, it's, a, it's a, a, a scripture that sounds almost just like it. But these tests and challenges come to prove you, baby. They come to prove you. They come so you can build on, you can build on a square. Let some old testing and challenging stuff come at a new moon at that. That's a blessing because you get to do something new with the support of the cosmos having your back your front all your sides and you get to use your neptune imagination to do it you get to do it at a size new moon when you're looking at the big picture anyway when you're looking at over the vision for your life anyway when you're looking uh you know ahead towards your next adventure, your next journey, your next learning opportunity, your next teaching opportunity, your next experience, new experience, your next lucky break. (laughs) That's sad. You don't have to believe in luck. I'm here to tell you it's a lucky new moon. You better get on it. You got about a couple of days to get on it. And I mean do something about it. Let me jump into this week ahead. (laughs) Mercury enters Capricorn Friday afternoon. I told y'all the moon conjuncts Venus and goes void for nine hours right after that on Saturday, early rising for 16 a.m. Central. And then 6.15 a.m. Central, there's a Mars sextile Saturn. I talked about that last week. And 1.44 p.m. Central, the moon does enter Aquarius, okay, after the moon being void for about nine and a half hours. So we are in our week ahead, Sunday, December the 27th through Saturday. Oh, Sunday, November 27th through Saturday, December the 3rd, okay? I apologize, y'all. That's the week we're in right now. What am This show is living, I'm here to be a living witness to y'all of what a square to Neptune looks like, okay? I'm just, thank God, I just ain't got no shame and don't care. And uh, I I love being transparent. I I think that's a sad trait, too. Like, we ain't got nothing to hide, you know, Um, these experiences that Sad talks about. 
that's what we're satisfied by. At least our if you're if you're a Sagittarius, that means your sun is there. So at least our self expression is satisfied, you know, to to have new experiences and learn even from our mistakes. If a Sagittarius make a mistake and learn, that's about that's as good as not having made the mistake and learn. Either way we learn and we love it. Um uh so yeah, I, I'm experiencing this with y'all. The week ahead is actually dated December, Sunday, December the 4th through Saturday, December the 10th, okay? And so we do start the week ahead out with the moon in Aquarius, okay? With Sunday, 12 a.m. Central, the moon will have already been in Aquarius since Saturday afternoon, 1.44 p.m., Okay. I do see your hand up, caller from the 805. Just give me one quick second, okay? I'm coming coming to you. Um, but then they're on, so we, Sunday, moons in Aquarius, um, we're going to be emotionally satisfied for this new energy, okay? The same Aquarius energy that Venus is going into in our week ahead on Wednesday, the 7th, Okay. But we start the week with the moon there, so we're emotionally satisfied to break through, break out, come on, to uh, to do something new. Uranus definitely, that's why I t- titled the show about the fresher breath air and that new, that much needed, like new moons, it, it, it's not that same Aquarius energy, that newness that I'm talking about, this breakthrough, this fresh feeling. It's similar, but not exactly. So what's going to happen is where we're doing new things now, what did I tell y'all last week? Everything at the new moon ain't going to stick. Right now, we got a blank canvas. We got a black uh, slate. We got a clean chalkboard. We can write whatever we want on it. Everything's not going to stick. Now, I don't know about new moon intentions (laughs) because everything I write down ends up happening. But um, even if everything doesn't stick, you know, here at the full moon when we have it here in a couple of weeks and we get to see fully what came of the seeds we were planting at this time. Two weeks from now we're going to see what comes of it on the short term, right? So next week when the moon's in Aquarius starting out, it could be the impetus for some fresh new energy, okay? I'm going to tell you this. At least by Wednesday when Venus enters Aquarius where the moon is, then you're going to love it. Venus talks about love and what we value and appreciate. So if if it takes you a while next week leading up to Wednesday when Venus enters there, Monday is definitely going to be a preview of coming attractions and an opportunity energetically. to t- Uranus that governs Aquarius talks about sudden reversals. It talks about, um, it, let me break it down real practically. Uranus is an example of how you can be emotionally satisfied to do something Aquarius-like um, at the early part of the week when uh, the moon is there, is to simply... Look, you take the same way to work every day without fail. Next, uh, what is that going to be, Sunday? 
and it's the perfect day, Sunday. You don't even have to worry about going to work, most of you. You take the same way to your place of worship, or you go to the same park every Sunday like I do. I don't go to the same park every Sunday, but I, I like to have church in the park with me, myself, and I. How about that? Um, and maybe I go to a different park on Sunday. How about that? I'm emotion- I'll be emotionally satisfied to vary my routine when moon's in Aquarius. I'll be emotionally satisfied to break up what I normally would do. I'll be emotionally satisfied to do something new, break through, break out. Uh, uh, your Aquarius energy is real inventive. Maybe I invent a whole new way to get to the park I normally go to, you know, just a new way I've never gone before. So... Aquarius is also about the future, and so we could be emotionally satisfied. Maybe on Sunday you're relaxing and you're thinking about your future. You're thinking about this full moon that's blooming. You're thinking about the fact that every day since yesterday when the moon went new, that it's going to be waxing, waxing real full in by a couple of weeks from now. And so maybe you're thinking about the future, even on the short term like that, and how you're going to maximize what you want to see manifested for you at the time of the full moon here in a couple of weeks as a direct result of the seeds you're planting now. When I say seeds you're planting, listen to me. I'm talking about the seeds you plant just in your response to people. That's a seed. I told y'all I'm having a new moon in an area of my chart that deals with people coming at me. And I get to choose how I want to engage the energy. And so, um, you know, maybe on Sunday I'll come up with an inventive whole new, I'll be emotionally satisfied to deal with people in a whole new way. Aquarius also talks about coming up out of that comfort zone. Like I say, you vary in the routine, what you normally do, what you're comfortable doing, you getting out of that. It also talks about uh, stepping outside the box and thinking outside the box. You always handle, you know, whatever situations in a certain way. Get inventive. Get creative. Let that Aquarius Uranus genius energy. Let that Aquarius talks about flashes of insight. So be available uh, mentally and energetically Sunday when it first goes into Aquarius Monday. Um, to for whatever flashes of insight and genius that lightning, you're you're in this Aquarius. Talk about that lightning fast. Oh, have you a pen and paper on on deck <laughs> Sunday? You know, um, Saturday and Sunday. I think I said Sunday and Monday earlier. Uh, have you a pen and paper to write down some of this stuff that's coming so fast, right? Um, and then they're on Monday early rising, the moon sextiles Uranus, the very Uranus that governs Aquarius, um, and sends it into void status for five hours and eight, okay? The moon does not enter Pisces until late Monday night, 10.31 p.m. Central Time, okay? And so before I go any further, I am going to take a call from... Caller from the 805. You're live on the air with Mama Dada. Peace. Hi. How are you? This is Donna from California. I'm uh, you're Great. Donna from California? Yes. Nice. Yes. Uh, I'm so glad you called in. 
what uh, would you like to add to the show today? Do you have a question, a comment? Well, I wanted to know, can I ask you like an astrology question? Not, not, I mean, about me, uh, like what's coming up? Um, I, I, I actually don't do, let me, I got your name and number. I actually don't do readings on the air. Um, oh, but what I'm I can sorry. do is, no, don't, you don't have to apologize. It happens all the time. Um, but I can call you tomorrow. I can call you tomorrow. Um, are you better like in the afternoon? I mean, when's a good time? Um, tomorrow, California time, West Coast. I, I, I'm on the phone. I just have a class <laughs> from um, 11 to, in the morning's good, like 9, 10, 11. Morning. Cool. My time. Where are play, you? What state? Yeah. Central, central time. So I know how to transfer. Okay. I did put you down as oh. West Coast, so I got you. That's no problem. We'll okay. talk in the rising, you wanna okay? My, want to know my birthday? Uh, I do want to know your zodiac sign. Please do tell. Yeah, I'm a Taurus. Um, okay. April 22nd, 1954. Yeah. Okay. Do you happen to know your rising or moon sign by chance? No, I know what time I was born. Perfect. We're going to get into okay, all that yeah. tomorrow. You're, by tomorrow, oh. you're going to know your moon and rising sign. And what's going to be so important oh. about that is here in a few minutes, when I do the horoscope, you'll know not to only listen out for your Taurus sun sign, but you, your moon sign as a woman is extremely important. And it may be in a whole oh, wow. other sign. And that would oh. mean you would need to listen. Yeah, it would benefit you to listen to that sign horoscope as oh. well. Once you find out your rising or ascendant sign, and if it happens mm-hmm. to differ from your sun and moon sign, you would want to listen mm-hmm. to that as well. The reason why oh. is because that the sun sign horoscope is going to show you how the passing transits are most likely to affect how you express yourself, your what you will and won't do, your ego. Okay, mm-hmm. your moon sign horoscope is going to talk about how the passing transits are more than likely to affect you emotionally, how you're going to likely be emotionally affected in, in the things that make you comfortable and familiar, how that's going to be affected. And then with your rising sign, your ascendant sign, the sun that was on the eastern horizon at the time of your birth, that's why birth time is so critical, um, is going to tell you how the passing transit is more than likely to affect you in your physical body, how people people are, are more than likely to see this passing transit affecting you. Not internally yeah. in your emotions, your moon, not in how you're internally, how you're expressing your will and your ego, but externally, how you appear to others. That's why that rising yeah. sign is a kick. It's a doozy. It's a kicker. And so, yes, oh, I'm wow. looking forward to speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward Me to speaking too. with you tomorrow in the rising. And I want you, if you can, to stick around online and listen out for that tourist horoscope I'm I about will. to give you guys. Okay, right. talk to you soon, Donna. Peace. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, y'all just, y'all just, I just love it. Astro love gifts all, just all day. I appreciate it. Y'all are just, I could, I, I'm speechless. They're going to let Neptune, 
that's where the next thing again, just words just dissolve, just gone. <laughs> I ain't never been on this show and been lost for words, but let a, a new moon the day before square Neptune and we all find out, right? So I did mention I'm going to skip. I'm going to skip, y'all. I'm just going to hit the highlights, skip to um, – I just thought, did I tell her, uh, Donna, did I tell you I was going to give you new moon horoscopes? The horoscopes y'all are getting this week pertain to Wednesday, December 7th, 8.51 a.m. Central, Venus entering the sign of Aquarius for about a couple of few weeks, right? Venus has been going full steam ahead. Venus did not retrograde one time in 2016. So Venus has been moving through these signs like nobody's business. The sun is in Sag right now, and Venus is all the way in Aquarius, which, thank God, Aquarius sex, so it's all good. Um, moon enters Pisces, y'all, on Monday. So this same Neptunian energy that I told y'all we're going to be dealing with for at least a month, we get another layer of that energy by way of the moon on Monday night all the way through Wednesday, okay, when the moon goes void in Pisces for 20 hours, y'all, okay? But Monday late night, the moon enters Pisces, and we're going to go from being emotionally satisfied with all this new and breakthrough energy from Aquarius and, you know, inventive, insightful, and, you know, sudden reversals and stepping outside the box and getting out of our comfort zone to almost doing the opposite in Pisces and really getting into uh, the zone of just being, being, B-E-I-N-G, being, just be, okay? We're going to have a first quarter moon in this same sign on Wednesday in our week ahead. It enters, moon enters Pisces on the 5th, and on the 7th, it's, Wears the Sagittarius sun to give us our first quarter moon that's going to also help precipitate and initiate this fresh new breakthrough energy. It's, it's Pisces, it's not Aquarius, but when you're dealing with Pisces and Neptune and 12th house and endings, that's I said three different things, four different things, but it's all the same thing energetically. Neptune, Pisces, 12th house, endings, spirituality, Dissolving, dissolution. Um, I love it. I love it. So we're first quarter moon in this energy means we're going to be able to turn a corner successfully. Maybe you want to do something new right now, and you just you don't know what the hell. The damn sun square Neptune. You don't know what the hell new to do. <laughs> you just know. You just hell want to vibrate on some high vibrational Neptune the best way you can. Well. As of Monday late night, uh, that all that's gonna kind of subside, and I promise you, whatever's going on, whatever's been challenging or testing you here at the in this new moon season, you're definitely by then. I mean, hopefully, you get it together in the next couple of days and can really maximize the potency of this Sag new moon energy. But if if you if you see yourself here in the week ahead, and by Monday, you need the moon to be in Pisces so you can rest. When the moon is in Pisces, we're going to be emotionally satisfied to rest, to relax, to meditate, to pray, to 
to engage and indulge our spirituality um, and to let go. That 12th house, Neptune Pisces talking about endings, it's the, last, it's the 12th sign. When the moon enters Pisces next Monday evening, that's it. It's the beginning of the end <laughs> as far as lunar cycles go because the next sign it's going to go into is Aries. That's the very first sign, okay? So Monday evening, get you some good rest, peace, chill out. Like when the moon's in Pisces, you're not fighting with nobody. It's that same Neptunian energy. Everything is dissolving. It's kind of like a void moon energy. You ain't you ain't doing nothing new in a Pisces moon unless it's something new relating to endings. And it's going it's the same sign that the first quarter moon is happening in. So maybe the corner that you're gonna turn next week officially, you may be starting to turn a corner now. Cause you never know what's sad <laughs> energy. But next week when we all officially turn a corner at this first quarter moon, corner, quarter moon, uh, it may deal with some endings, maybe maybe ending something officially or ending it, you know, hell. Energy is either created or destroyed. It just changes form. So maybe something in the form that it is in now has to die, has to end, has to cease to be in order for you to successfully turn this corner, in order for us to successfully meet the challenge of a square that's denoted at a first quarter moon when the sun is square the moon, sun and Sag, square the moon and Pisces. They're 90 degrees away, three signs away from each other. So in between, while the moon is in Pisces, after it goes into Pisces, but before the first quarter moon, they're on Tuesday the 6th at 9.30 p.m. Central, Mars sextiles Uranus, okay? Um, uh, It's only happening once this year, December the 6th. It's only going to happen once next year, once in 2018, once in 2019. This is a very rare alignment. That's why I'm mentioning that. And um, it is going to increase your desire for fun and excitement, okay? I don't list the sextiles in the episode information since it's a minor aspect. Um, the major aspects of this would be the trine. The lesser or minor aspect would be the sextile. So it's not a trine, but it's, I look at it as an opportunity for a trine. <laughs> so, but I'm mentioning it on the show because, hey, maybe somebody just need an opportunity for a Mars sextile year, and it's like we have in the week ahead on Tuesday for some fun and excitement that Mars sextile Uranus is talking about that's only going to align once this year. So you might want to make use of it if you're in the market for some fun and excitement. Um, The desire, at least, is definitely going to be increased. Of course, Mars is that energy and drive and the passion, and it's in a sextile, a mildly harmonious angle to Uranus. That's that rebellious and, you know, the the breakout energy. You just don't want to break out and do something. (laughs) And if you break out and do something and it's high vibrational, it's likely to benefit you. It's in a sextile. So there's an opportunity for this trine energy. Um, this is a really good time to uh, make changes in your life. You making the changes, you 
uh, initiating this year in this Aquarius 11th house, sudden unexpected, step out of your comfort zone, step out of your box, energy, out of your routine. Um, it's a good time for that because it's probably going to happen quickly, fooling with Mars. I just told you Mars don't want to wait on nothing. And uh, <laughs> and it's likely to happen fairly smoothly because of the sextiles. Um if you need to make a start on a task or uh, that's difficult or something that you've been putting off, maybe something here at the new moon that you write down here in the next couple of days that you begin to implement around this time next week, the extra inspiration, motivation, and initiative is going to be there definitely by Tuesday evening, but with Mars involved, it could show up early, so be ready. If this is your alignment that you want to jump in on, the energy, let me hit you to the game. Mars want to do something physical, so make sure it's something constructive and productive, and Uranus want to do something new that you don't normally do, that you ain't never done before, so take advantage. Uh, Mars is good energy for it when you just need to get something done. Noah Aries that is governed by Mars energy, they're not sitting around waiting on nobody. They're getting it done. So that's, that energy is available to us. Um, you may not complete whatever it is that you need to get started on that's difficult or that you need to get started on that you've been putting off, but you can definitely get the ball rolling next week. You hear me? Okay, it's happening also around the time of this first quarter moon in Pisces where we're going to turn this corner. So this is going to help us turn the corner, at least physically, at least energetically, at least motivationally, at least inspirationally, at least initiatively. Um, a lot of times, you know, that first step or getting started is the hardest part. And so this energy is a divine, here as a divine energetic opportunity to take advantage of this margin energy, sextile Uranus, okay? Um, relationships can benefit similarly, okay? Um, if you need to make the first or want to make the first move with somebody or need to make the first move with somebody that you have passion for or desire for, that margin energy, um, you, you're going to have the sex appeal and you're going to have the courage and bravery to do that, make that first move. Um, if you're single or even if you're not, you're likely to attract people who are, you know, more Uranus. They're unique. They're different. They're, you know, out of your comfort zone, out of your typical box, okay? Um, they could be a different, you know, nationality, culture. They could just be different, eccentric, you know, weird, and you'll love it, likely. Mars is probably going to give you a passion for them, you know, make you desire them or encourage it or support your desire for, for the different, the unusual, the not-your-usual run-of-the-mill, you know, not, not a, uh, you know, unusual beauty, not just... Oh, they have long hair and it's, you know, weaved out. I'm, I'm not here to hide out on nobody, I promise. I'm just saying whatever your typical type is, consider next week that you could have a desire for something different and it might just might benefit you or provide an opportunity to you or for you to follow that impulse, okay? 
that you, that Uranus energy is real stimulating. So let that kind of energy be your guide. The passion and the drive of Mars, and the, the especially mentally and intellectually, electrically, energetically stimulating energy of Uranus. So if you're feeling that, go with it. High vibrationally, go with it. You being constructive and productive, go with it. Okay. Um. People born with Mars sextile Uranus in their natal chart, like Christy Sagittarius, who happens to be her um, solar return today, Christy Teigen, who is John Legend's wife and mother of his child, um, uh, basketball player Tony Parker, I believe he's retired. He's a tourist. He's got Mars sextile Uranus in his chart. Sydney Portier, who's a Pisces Northwest, who's a Gemini like her daddy Kanye that we're sending up prayers for until he come out of there. I want him out. I want him home. I don't like that. And Tia and Tamara Mowry, who are both Cancers. All of these people were born with Mars sextile Uranus in their natal chart, and this natal placement means that you're likely to be an adventurous type a different kind of person, a weirdo. You do different-ish, you know, and it inspires other people, okay, through the different stuff that you do, through the exciting things that you do. Because you seek, this, this person would seek excitement or tend to, they would also attract likely a lot of activity, okay, although, uh, although these people would be strongly independent, with a fighting spirit, come on, Mars, it is possible for these people to work well in groups and take the lead. Um, I'm thinking about all these people, and they do have a a certain independence to them. Chrissy Teigen, you know. um, Tony Parker actually played on the team, um, but that his Mars was highly engaged in the excitement and the electricity. I'm sure uh, Uranus involved just the excitement. I played basketball. I mean, come on, it was in school, but there was a, there's an excitement to it when you're in a room with a crowd and you're performing, even if it is um, sports or athletic. So I definitely want to keep it moving. Let me skip a little bit here. Uh, the at the first quarter moon, they're on Wednesday, 3.03 a.m. Central, 15 degrees Pisces. It's, it's going it's to be, it ain't been a quarter moon yet that I have observed where there is not a significant, definitive shift in energy, okay? It's going to happen. A corner going to get turned whether you want to or not. And so with it being in Pisces, like I said, it's going to be an opportunity to release, let go of something. Um, even if it, it can be an ending or it can be a resolution, culmination point, okay? It does not have to be death or complete total separation, but it will be the death of and complete total separation from the BS. Sag is a truth teller, and you square that off, against Pisces, where it could be low vibrational Neptunian energy, and it ain't having it. So like I said, it may just be because it's time out for the BS that a corner will be turned here next week, around the time we get back on the air next week on Wednesday, okay? 
Also Wednesday, um, that's 3.03 a.m., 8.05 a.m., the moon goes void there in Pisces, okay? It goes void for 20 hours and 10 minutes. That is all a Wednesday, most of Wednesday. Clearly the first quarter moon happens prior to it going void. Once it goes void for 20 hours the rest of the day Wednesday, Make sure you're not doing any interviews Wednesday. As of 8.05, it's going to be void a.m. Central. So that's not the day for your interview for that job you really want. That's not the day, the evening. When, when, yeah, that ain't the evening to go on your first date with somebody that you just met. Don't do it. Not if you actually want something to come of it. I can't tell you what to do. I just suggest strongly that you don't. Um. Uh, things that you've already started, like new moon things, uh, even things uh, that you turn are turning a corner with at that time, since the, the quarter moon will have already happened. You can keep working on that because you already started it. But don't start anything new there on Wednesday. Take stock. Find anything. Look for something you've lost. You'll probably find it in a void moon. Make to-do lists. Review. Edit. Find. Uh, you probably that's another night uh, in the week ahead. You're probably gonna sleep real good, and you can get rid of excess things. Feel free on Wednesday to get together with people you didn't already got together with before. Um, uh, wouldn't make any large purchases on Wednesday or have any important meetings, presentations, like interviews. You see what I mean? Um, or begin any serious new project start a new job. If you happen to be starting a new job on Wednesday, I don't even know what to tell you. Uh, hopefully you clock in. Look, hopefully you clock in before 8.05 Central, right? <laughs> and look, it'll be cool because if that's your first day and you screw up or do make a mistake, it don't matter. It happened in a void moon. Ain't nothing going to come of it. <laughs> so, uh, and then that leads us to where I want to get to for the quick horoscope. So I'm going to have to make it in order to fit it in on the show. If you are called in on the line, I did give out the number, 818-369-0368. Back in the day, you used to keep uh, keep talking on the phone, even when the online part goes off. But I tried to do that a couple of weeks ago, and it didn't last that much longer. So if you've got something real pressing, uh, definitely uh, raise your hand, press 1. And I'll be able to, I should be able to get get you, even if the online portion goes off. Um, And I can record your number, even if I don't talk to you, if I see that you press one on your keypad and I can call you back tomorrow when I talk, after I talk to Donna, okay? Um, Wednesday the 7th, 8.51 a.m. Central, Venus goes into Aquarius, Okay. We're going to be drawn, we're going to love, Venus talk about what we appreciate and 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 can muster up the energy to be thankful for, what we love, what we value, what we treasure and cherish and enjoy, okay? What gives brings us comfort and peace and happiness. And so with Venus going into Aquarius, we're going to be very happy to be independent and free. You hear me? Uh, we're going to be happy to be unconventional and potentially rebellious. <laughs> uh, 
and it has a social influence. Aquarius does talk about humanity, humanitarianism, social causes, and so we could really be uh, uh, satisfied to enjoy and find pleasure in these types of things while Venus is here. Um, I'll break down, like I said, for each of the energy, 12 energies, how more than likely it'll manifest for you. Uh, Aquarius got to do stuff on its own terms, okay? And we'll, we'll all enjoy that. <laughs> uh, relationships that are different and outside of the box, experimental, um, those are going to be more satisfying now. And um, Aquarius also governs friendship. So we're going to love that. We're going to social, we, we'll probably prefer socializing in groups and networking opportunities and in friendship settings and, you know what I mean, more so than the one-on-one and the let's go, dating kind of. Venus is going to talk about all of that when it's in Aquarius. Uh, and in our in social settings and in relationships, while Venus is in Aquarius, we're going to be satisfied to allow the other person or other people the freedom to express themselves and um, and be humanitarian. We'll, we'll like that. Um, and there's a, a detachment that Aquarius kind of denotes as well, where you have this opportunity to also appreciate being impartial and unselfish, okay? Um, so that freedom when it comes to relationships can, I know Pisces is kind of the no boundaries. Aquarius is, still has a sense of the no rules. It's the rebel. It's the independent you know, thinker. So um, this is going to be a really good time if you're questioning any long-held beliefs about relationships and friendships, social, um, you know, um, relationships, and to rework. Aquarius, Uranus is the invention energy, right? The flashes of insight so we can be inspired to love and do relationships and social context in a new way, in a breakthrough way, in a breakout way, in a sudden reversal, in a step outside of the box way, in a get out of, outside of our comfort zone way, okay? Anything that's not working, we're going to want to do something different. And if look, and, and might rebel in order to do it. We're not going to be afraid of being independent because we're going to want our freedom. We're not going to be afraid of being weird and considered, you know, a weirdo because, baby, if we get our freedom and independence, we ain't worried about what you call us. Look, we just trying to chill and be social when Venus is in Aquarius. So um, social connections should definitely be strengthened. Um, if you are single while Venus is in Aquarius, um, you could find someone in the realm of friendship, in the realm of groups that you associate with, in the realm of opportunities that you come across to network in social situations. 
if you get invited out by some friends, you should probably go while Venus is in Aquarius. You might find love, a lover, a friend, okay? If you find love while Venus is in Aquarius, it may have a more friendship feel to it. It may be less lovey-dovey and more intellectual, more intellectually satisfying or, you know, not because Aquarius is not really like a clingy type of energy, okay? So it's probably not going to look or feel like that. Um, You may not want no relationship while Venus is in Aquarius and you love your freedom and independence and uniqueness and being the weirdo that you are. You loving it too much to be bothered with anybody this month. (laughs) So... Uh, with the last seven minutes we have left, let me at least give y'all the houses, okay? While Venus is in Aquarius, for Aquarius, um, you know, it's in your sign. So you are going to be influenced by the Venusian energy directly. You are likely going to come across to others as more Venusian, more easygoing, more comforting, more charming, more attractive, more loving, okay? And so this is your, when Venus enters any sign or touches any planet, it brings ease, it brings comfort, it brings satisfaction, okay? So for mama's babies out there who are Aquariuses, this should be a good time for you, Um. If you're looking for someone, you're probably, you don't, let me tell you this. If you're an Aquarius, you don't have to look for nobody while Venus is there. People are going to be looking for you. I just told you you're going to be coming across more attractive and charming and loving. So people are going to notice you more, okay? If you're in a relationship and you're one of Mama's Aquariuses out there, um, you definitely are going to want your partner to give you attention and make you a priority while Venus is in your sign. And that may bring some things to the surface, okay? So just be open, be let freedom be your guide. If you're in a situation with somebody or not, if you're feeling free, Aquarius, you're on the right track. First house transit, you can really do flip it how you want it. Taurus. Donna, it's your turn. <laughs> um, if you're a Taurus, you can. Uh, it's tenth house transit, okay? And so you're getting what you deserve in love. You're getting what you deserve. You're you are working towards progress, okay? You're pursuing your goals. Um, maybe at this point. As it pertains to love and relationships and friendships, you see where you are and and you don't like it. You can make a change at this point, and it should be easier, okay? If your love life ain't where you want it to be, Taurus, guess what? Venus is here in your 10th house to, to, that's a beautiful place for Venus to be because the 10th house is the house of hard work. (laughs) The 10th house is the house of karma, so Venus being here should make it an easier go towards, okay? You're going to make likely, you're likely to make good impressions on authority figures, parental figures. Um, I know we're talking about love here, so definitely a boss could be attracted to you. Your boss could be attracted to you. Hopefully he's single and available emotionally, 
Otherwise, it's just going to be some BS. I'll tell you about a little vibrational queries on that in a minute. But you could definitely enjoy acting more in your 10th house, being responsible, being serious, taking the lead. Somebody might be attracted to you, Taurus, because they see you behaving maturely and seriously and responsibly. Let me keep it moving. We're down to four minutes, y'all. Leo, uh, Mama's Leos, y'all having Venus go through Aquarius impacting y'all's seventh house. Aquarius is directly opposite Leo. So that's talking automatically about partnerships, the very energy of Venus, okay? And so for you, Leo, that should be easier, partnerships. If you're already partnered up, you can become more committed to your partner. If you're single, you may want a partner, uh, you know, um, and the partner that you want, you want to have a harmonious, tactful, diplomatic, you know, beautiful relationship with. So you want somebody who is going. you can have a balanced relationship with, that's going to have a fair relationship with, who's going to treat you as an equal and with respect, okay? With uh, Venus going through Aquarius for you, Leo, it's, if you're not hooked up with somebody, it doesn't have to be a romantic partner. But you partnering up the other in your life is going to bring you much satisfaction. You're going to have much to appreciate about an other in your life, whether you're romantically linked to them or not. So, you know, don't go into a cave over the next few weeks, Leo, and you might just love Venus and Aquarius, the planet of love. Scorpio. Oh, my gosh, y'all, I have three minutes left. Let me tell you this right here, right now. If you do not hear your horoscope um, today, contact me. One-click email access in the episode info. All you got to do is literally click it right where it says one-click email access. That will populate something so you can send an email directly to me. I always respond. I would love to hear from you. And not only can I help you out with the horoscope, hell, I got this off of another website, but I know how to look into that chart and break it all down. There's so much more detailed and specific to you than any general horoscope I could share with you on the air, okay? So you're not missing out on nothing um, unless you don't contact me, okay? Scorpio, uh, fourth house, I definitely wanted to get through all these six signs, Aquarius. Uh, uh, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, because y'all the one, y'all the one that is getting these critical areas of life hit up. Aquarius, your first house of self. Taurus, your 10th house of life direction and where you headed. Leo, that 7th house of the other or the partner, people you partner up with for whatever reason, romantic, business, whatever. Child, parent, counselor, I don't care. And Scorpio, who I'm going to go through now, and it looks like it's the last one I'll be able to do. I just got my little notification. It's almost time. Uh, fourth house of who you are at a core level, how how you support your own self and receive support from your family and receive support from the your ancestral line and receive support uh, support yourself by way of having a, a home, okay? So you're going to, Scorpio, you're going to be very happy to spend time with your family at home, places that you're familiar with, 
with people who support and comfort you, okay? If you are in love, the emotional connection can be real important. You can work on that connection. And if you're single, and I'm, the key word is emotion, and if you're single, you're probably going to want someone who understands your emotions and who gives you support. We've just got seconds left, y'all, 25 seconds. I love y'all. Stay, please stay connected to not only Mama Dada Astrology, but Inner Peace Lighthouse. Come on. MyAstrologyCoach.com. Check out that website. The Learn tab is going to be able to uh, give a resource to break all of these energies, planetary houses. And other than that, y'all just keep on coming back. I love y'all. Peace.